Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You hear me? Because if I got love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, self-control, all those things working in my life, those are a whole lot more valuable to me because they don't have a price tag on them. You see? And when there's no price tag on the things of God, there's no price tag on the things of God. So we can't, we can't really ever manipulate it, it. We can try to manipulate it. We can try to duplicate it. We can try to do all kinds of things like, this, like the enemy. Satan does that. He tries to take the anointing of God and try to, to duplicate that or to emulate that. He tries, he tries his very best, but he doesn't do it well, a good job, does he? Manipulation is something that, how are we getting this? Manipulation is something, now, manipulation can be used for good and for bad. You can manipulate a situation to be for good, for the good of a person, because they don't know any better. And then you manipulate somebody for your personal benefit, because they don't know any better. See that? And so manipulation can be done for good or for bad. God, I'm going to say this out loud, you're going to say, my God, the pastor say that. God manipulates us sometimes. Okay, give you an example. Get you to come to church today. Some of you didn't even want to come to church today. And you're here. <sighs> I could have stayed home today. You know, the Dodgers lost last night. You know, I'm all sad and everything. You know, I knew they were going to win. I prayed to God that the Dodgers won and everything else. The Dodgers lost. You know. Hey. You guys to go to church and pray harder. <laughs> he, he, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. But manipulation, God, God in, a, in a good way, God takes our hearts and he begins to work with us to get us to do good things. We want to do good things when, because we have a heart for people. I mean, it's not a, not a person in here today that really sometimes doesn't want to help somebody else, if you can. And sometimes when, even when you can't, you still want to help them. You want to bless them somehow. Well, that's God's working, working in our hearts, caused us to want to be that way. Because we don't, we don't naturally, you don't have to teach a child to be bad. You know, you don't have to teach a child to be bad. You leave them alone long enough, they'll find mischief. Uh, let, let me tell you something. You don't have to teach an adult to act stupid. You leave them alone long enough with a TV and an idiot box, they will find a way to act stupid. <laughs> I just thought of Harry for a moment. Not because Harry's called TV the idiot box, right? The idiot box. <laughs> But see, we don't have to teach to, for the negative stuff, but we need, do need to teach for the kingdom stuff. Although we're born into the kingdom, born again into the kingdom, what happens is that we have to learn how to be kings. The little child that's born into the kingdom, the little child that's born into a kingdom, in a natural kingdom today, uh, doesn't know anything from right or wrong, good, bad, or indifferent, but they have servants of the king that teach the king's children how to live. What's this? And the servants who know more than the child teach the, king, the, the king's child how to live kingly and actually rule over them. You see that? Difference in the kingdom of God. God's, God's king, watch this. God teaches me like child, king, you're all children, but I'm not te- he's not teaching me how to rule over you. He's not teaching me how to be your ruler over you. He's not teaching me how to be a dictator over you. He teaches us how to 
people in this earth realm is together. And we all do our separate parts. So you can see the difference in the individual's life of a, the, the natural kingships and the, and the kingship of, 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 of the kingdom of God is that the natural king will always be in, situa- be in a situation where somebody, some man, some individual will be an ultimate rule in, in having te- teaching people that are in, teaching people to help their children become ultimately rulers. And it's always going to be this man ruled situation where we're led by the spirit. We're led by the spirit so we won't fulfill the lust of our flesh. The lust of a flesh of a man that happens to be taught how to teach somebody else how to be a king, the lust of the flesh of a man will cause that person to suppress that individual. Have you ever heard of people that have uh, gotten promotions on jobs and the people that uh, they, were, they were in the same, say, they were peers at one time and all of a sudden one guy gets a promotion. The guy gets a promotion and the guy's down, here, down below is saying, huh, attitude, really treating them kind of bad. And the guys above are going, like, huh, keep them down because I don't want them to rise where I am. See how that happens? See how that happens? Well, that's flesh. That's flesh on parade. Flesh on parade. Flesh keeps people from wanting, to, from wanting you to succeed. We're in the kingdom. It's all about sowing. So I sow my life into you so you become better than me. Jesus said what? We'll do greater things than what? Than who? Than who? Than, than, who? than him, right? So he sold his life for us so that we can do what? Greater things than him? Well, isn't that a concept? That's a different kind of concept. See, the world is not like that. The world system is simply set up to, so, so that somebody's going to rule. Somebody has, wants to have a team of people that rule with them, but they're never going to rule above that individual because they don't want anybody else to be above them. But in our case, because we serve a king of kings, God says, you know, you can come to him. I can come to him. Anybody can come to him the same way. Come to the king humbly. Well, watch this. You come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and help in the time of what? In the time of need. You go boldly to a king in this world right here. Watch this. Go boldly to your employer. Go boldly to your employer. You, mo- you, may, not get, you may not get mercy and grace in your time of need. You may get fired. If you approach it the wrong way. Your employer expects you to come in. Now, they, most of the time, they, they expect you to come in like, um, sir, ma'am, um, I'm, look, I'm, I'm, uh, can I get that nickel raise now? You know, whatever, whatever raise is going to be. They expect that kind of stuff. But if you go in boldly, some, now some, some will respect you for that, by the way. Some will respect you because, we, children of God, we never have to go in begging for anything. Amen, amen. We, we never have to go in begging for anything. When we approach people in this world system, we come with a nature of king, a kingly nature. We walk in with a kingly nature. So as we walk in with a kingly nature, we can expect that God will be with us in, in that moment because he's been with us all this time anyway. And we, and we expect because we have documentation of what we've done in the times past, but also we have to keep, keep this in mind. There's always God's grace. His grace is sufficient. His grace is amazing, isn't it? Because, you see, we can, get stuff from, we can get stuff out of this world system because of his grace f- functioning through us. Whereas we couldn't get it on our own, we get it because of his grace functioning through us. So we watch God's grace. We watch God's grace continu- continually, and we see him work in our lives in ways we've never seen him before. The, um, the area of, uh, of the kingdom that God wants us to be, uh, is, is be, be, his, be, be his good stewards. I'm, I'm, be, be good stewards of, of, 
of everything he's placed in our hearts, everything he's given us. He's talked about us being, uh, being those individuals that have a, uh, have a heart's desire to say, I, I, want to, I want to go beyond just doing what I've done before. I want to demonstrate fruit, fruitfulness for real. And, and, and there's, one, there's one last thing I want to talk, talk about today before we, we wrap it up and, and head out of here. Um, I'm gonna give you some. I gave you some notes today, and I'm, I'm gonna give you the answers to the, the little blank spaces there. But there's a word that that really has been really hitting me strong, and that's about being in, being intentional. How many know what it means to be intentional? To be intentional. To be intentional. And how many know when you're being intentional, sometimes there's gonna be resistance to being intentional. You, you know you know what that means. To be, to, you're, you're intentional about doing something. You want to make an effort, right? You want to see something happen different right now. You're intentional about doing it. And is it easy all the time? You got to press in, right? But hear this part. See, when it's not easy, what ends up happening, either if, you're, if your intention is real, you'll follow through. If your intention is not real, you'll say, oh, that's, that wasn't meant to be. You kind of back off. That wasn't meant to be. How many are really intentional people? You're really intentional. You're really intentional. We've got half of you about intentional. The other half you're trying to figure it out. All right. <laughs> but here's what, here's what it is. When you're intentional, does, I mean, and you crave intentionality. You crave intentionality. What ends up happening is that you're going to push forward to, to say, I want to see this happen today. I want to get my house painted. I want to get this done. I want to get this done. I want to get this done and something. Get my car, re, uh, my new tires on my car. Get, I, want to get, I want to get some things done, right? And those things, you, you, you start out to get those things done, and you get all these obstacles coming your direction. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? You get obstacles coming your direction. You get on the freeway that says, I got two hours to get somewhere, and you got a, and you got a three-hour traffic jam. <laughs> But you were intentional. You planned ahead of time. You knew you were going to get there a certain, certain spot because you, you normally get there an hour and a half. You said you give yourself two hours and you got a three-hour traffic jam. You were intentional. What are you going to do, turn around and go home? <laughs> find another way. You find another way. You find another way. You find another way. You find another way. Now, the part about kingdom citizens, us who are kingdom citizens, is really find ourselves being intentional. But craving intentionality. I mean, I'm, I'm craving intentionality. I'm going to give you an example of something that just happened to us just yesterday. Just yesterday. We had, a, um, we had made an intention. Uh, we made an had, a, had an intention of having some more exposure for our church, getting people to know that we're actually here. They drive by and they can see that we're here. We've got this big giant sign, a little sign up top that says Center Point. How many know we even had a sign? Really? You guys have a sign? Didn't even know we had a sign, right? It's way up there in the sky, outside, among all the other signs that are out there, but you can't hardly see it. From the street, you can't see it at all. When you drove in the day, you probably recognized something was a little bit different because we now have been intentional about putting some signs out that say our name, say what we're about, say, say we actually are here. Well, in that intentionality, in that intentionality, we get the opportunity, the opportunity to be blessed by the code enforcement people deciding to stop by and visit with us yesterday. The code enforcement people say, you can't have that kind of flag. It, I just put out one flag yesterday. One, one flag. One, one, one flag. Just to let, we had a meeting here, let people know that we got a new flag, and I was excited about the flag. You cannot put a flag out there. Now, I'm not going to break the law. 
I get uh, get two free uh, free passes, and I you know you got to pay a fine after that. So I'm taking my two free passes. I got a fine yesterday. Got a got a uh, got a, an intentional an intentional. He was intentional about doing his job, right? Because he's intentional about doing his job. I'm I'm intentional about doing my job too. I'm taking advantage, full advantage, <laughs> taking advantage of the laws that exist in the land. I'm not being mad or angry or upset. But you, we need to know people need to know we're here. People drive around like, where's Center Point? Where's Center Point? People have passed by this church a thousand times probably. I didn't see it, so it went home. Because we didn't have any signs. Is that easy? It's not that hard. I passed by the church one. Oh, I forgot. I've done that. Have you done that? I've done it before. I'm driving down the street, forgot where Center Point was, you know. That's partly true. Partly, partly true. But. But, but I'm talking about intention. The example about intentionality is this. I found out what the requirements are to be able to keep those signs up. So we're going to go ahead and make sure we get the requirements taken care of and be able to do what we've got to do. Because we're going to be intentional. And rather than just say, oh, my God, we just go ahead and just hide the signs under the, under the chairs now. You know? No, we're going, to, we're going to keep them out there. We're going to, but we're going to do it according to the way that they want us to do it and do it the right way. That's, that's what's going to happen. But if we were choosing to be, you know what, a little bit standoffish and we really weren't intentional about doing that we would just kind of fold up our little stuff and go home we fold up our stuff and go home but we as a church ought to be intentional people watch this be intentional about living for the king be intentional about living your life for god it's not an everyday wake up and like you know what let me just roll out of bed and i'll just kind of float around and live for the kingdom today it didn't work like that we got to work every day, don't we? So, so somebody, somebody lied to somebody when they got saved and says, it's not that hard. You just be saved and God will take care of all your needs. He will. But you got to do some sowing. You've got to do some praying. You've got to do some study of the word. Show yourself approved unto him. Become a worker who's not ashamed. Write and divide in the word of truth. You've got you've to pray for other folks. It says you've got to uh, pray for those that despitefully use you and say all manner of things against you. You've got to do all these different kinds of things as believers. And don't you know you get tested in those areas? Okay, don't you know you get tried in those areas? Don't you know those areas pop up in your life where you think that, well, gee, mom didn't even understand what I was saying, what I just said. I just quoted the scripture. Mom didn't even understand it. Dad didn't even get that. My, my, my teacher didn't understand what I just said right now. That little student of mine, I'm not sure about that little student of mine. That, that person that I saw at the store the other day, they just ran me off the road. Why they do that? We don't want to be known as the, the ones that have this great uh, love relationship with God and love each other, love our families and everybody that loves us, but don't love nobody else. It's going to be real fun. I always love election season. I love election season because, you know, what, what ends up happening, we have a chance to, uh, have a chance to watch the, the Christians function one with another as Democrats, Republicans, and Independents. It's always fun to watch the believers get together and, 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 and talk about how much we love each other and how much we love, oh, we love God, we love the world, we love everybody that's out there, yay, yay, hallelujah. And then let somebody tell you that they are a different party. They're Christian. Christian folks, right? <laughs> Loving Christians, right? We're all loving you guys. Look, look, straight, look straight ahead, everybody's talking about you. Loving Christian folks. But, but, no, 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 buts about it. Either you love them or you don't. And that's, that's, that's what we do. You know, the fun, fun part about being a pastor, I can, I can get up here and say what I need to say and then shut up and go, go, my, go about my business. But, but thank you, Ray, for that love. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, 
Check's in the mail, brother. <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> but, you know, the, um, you know, and I said, I the talk today. I mean, I was going to try to teach today, and it just not going to work. Let me give, let me give you the, these, uh, these points right quick here. I gave you a, a few of them, but I'm gonna get, you have the scripture references already. Uh, look at part number, part two on your uh, notes there. And you look at Genesis 1.28. You've got the scripture references. You can look for yourself. But we want to be, be good, good stewards is the word that we'll put there. Good stewards. There's two words. I didn't put just one word. Be good stewards. Be good stewards. And uh, that's number three. Number four. I just told you that one just a few minutes ago. Crave intentionality. And then we have A, B, and C. Uh, I'll give that to you right now. If you've got scripture references, go with each one of these as well. And it's pretty easy to figure out, actually, not too bad. But hear the word of God, speak the word of God, and then do the word of God. We've got to hear it first, right, for faith to come. Then we have to speak it ourselves, speak it ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And then we have to do it. We just don't want to be hearers of the word, we want to be doers as well. So we hear the word of God, we speak the word of God, we do the word of God. Then lastly, number five is going to be uh, demonstrate faithfulness. Or, excuse me, I'm sorry, demonstrate fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. And those are the areas I was going to cover today. But I was going to go through all the scripture references as well, but we have to have that on your own time. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get through that together another time. But uh, this morning, I, I, let, me, let me share just a closing out time here. With you, and we'll go into the offering and uh, the and announcements and all that. The, um, the 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 few changes you've been seeing in the church, these are changes for the folks that are not here yet. We're wanting to we want we're wanting to see things change. You're going to see some things change in the sanctuary that's going to be different. You're going to see some things changing on the walls. It's going to have you seen the chairs change a little bit, and you'll see us do kind of a makeover in uh, in our church, and it looks nice right now. But, we're just, but we, we've been like this for how long? How many, how many years we've had it like this for the most part? It's been a long time. Eight years, nine years, ten years? It, it's been, the paint lasts a long time because it's a really good paint. We have a great painter. Great painter. Great, great, great. No, great painter. Great painter. <laughs> if you ever need a painting, see Ronnie X. He'll paint your house for $25,000. <laughs> yes, that's just about right. right? <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> yes. Right, he said, thank you, thank you, thank you, yes. yes. All right, good. Make sure you tithe on that 25000 Okay, okay. But, but as we're making adjustments, we're, we're having uh, uh, something happen in November. We're gonna, uh, we know we've got the uh, trunk or treat coming up here on October 31st, which is Monday, next Monday. Not this Monday coming up, but the following Monday. We want to invite all of you to come be a part of that. But we're having something called the uh, uh, Family Affair, uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Family on November 13th. Our goal there is to really to kind of uh, give people exposure to Centerpoint. I want you to invite your friends and your family, and, and if, as we want to have, a, we'll have a breakfast set up in here. We're going to have free breakfast for everybody that wants to come. Uh, you're going to have to sign up for the breakfast, okay? We, haven't, we don't put those, we'll have the sign-up sheets out in, uh, in, uh, next week, I believe it will be. Uh, but we'll have, uh, you'll be signed up for the breakfast, saying I'm going to come with one person, two people, three people, whatever, and that, will, uh, that way we know how many breakfasts to buy. You know, the fun part about, about pastoring in this season right now is that God has really blessed us. I mean, you look around and you're like, now how are they doing? Now, I'm being be mature about this. I want you to be mature about this too. You've been really giving a lot. I mean, you guys are just, 
you look around and go like, how could, how could they do this church and be able to have a pastor and pay him and take care of the church building and do stuff? Well, we have some tremendous givers here. I mean, faithful givers, faithful givers. And God has blessed us to be continually tithing as a church ourselves. You see, we are an example of how tithing works. The church is. We, we, we demonstrate tithing so you can see that God is not, uh, he, he didn't just come up slack or come up short. He always comes through. I mean, all the years we've been here, it's just, just continue to come through. Well, getting back to the ne- November 13th. November 13th, we're having this, this, uh, this family celebration. We're going to have uh, the, the music that's going to happen here. We're going to have the, the breakfast that's going to go on. And it'll be 8.30 in the morning. It's a different time of the service, 8.30 in the morning until 9, to about 9, 9.15 or so. Then 9.30, our service starts, regular service starts. And then we'll go right into our service time and go through the Word of God and all that. But those folks that will be here will have a chance to see what Center Point's about as well. They'll see our hospitality. They'll see us in worship. They'll see us in doing prayer. We'll see, they'll hear the Word of God. And we'll have, they'll have invitation to come back again if they choose to. But also invitation to invite their friends that they, because they may even attend another church. We're not t- trying to get people to come from other churches to come and stay with us. We're trying to get them to come as friends, as friends of ours, to come observe what we're doing. Because some people... I have a lot of friends of mine that say, my, and friends and relatives that say, I'm going to come see you someday. I'm going to be out to your church someday. You know what? I looked on the calendar and someday is not there. <laughs> it goes Sunday through Saturday. Someday is not there. So what I'm going to do, I've invited them to come as well on a Sunday, not someday. I, was kept, I, kept, her, I kept hearing Sunday, Sunday. It was someday they were saying, someday. But they're going to come someday. But they're going to come Sunday, Sunday, November 13th. So invite your friends to be part of that. Uh, I want you to sign up next week. If you do that, next, sign up next week and say, I'm going to be there. I'm going to bring uh, two people with me. Now, okay, I'm going to give you an out. I don't want to give you this out. I hope you don't take this out. But I don't want you to feel condemned if you can't make it at 8.30 in the morning for breakfast. Service still starts at 9.30. Still be here for that. But I'd like to encourage you to be here. As much, anybody that can be here, everybody that can be here, be here at 8.30 in the morning for breakfast. It's not going to cost you any money for the breakfast. I'm going to take care of the breakfast. We're going to take care of the breakfast for you. Okay? We're taking care of it for you. You can eat. Have fun. I'm not telling you. See, see, this guy. This guy. You see. Okay. You're going to get a banana. So you're going to get nothing else. <laughs> Banana and a grape. One grape. Okay. One grape. All right. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Bruce, you need to do the announcements. The bulletin, rather. Or Manuel's got the bulletin. The announcements. He's got the... Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.